Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Radamek Berto is your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. We have some great stuff to talk about. Welcome aboard, folks. Welcome aboard YouTube. Welcome aboard Facebook Live. Welcome aboard Twitch. Welcome aboard Twitter Live. Welcome aboard Coffee Party. How are you guys doing today? Great to see everybody. Love to have you here. And uh, we are going to have a grandioso show. Hoy vamos a tener un show, un programa que va a ser perfecto lo que todos estamos buscando y necesitamos. We're going to have that great show that we are all looking for and that we all want. Anyway, folks, um, let's see. Sarah, hey, Sarah, you got here early. Welcome aboard, Sarah. Uh, let's see. Sarah Beathage, welcome aboard. AVQ, welcome aboard. And also Michael Rotnen and E2247 says, hello, relatives. Today's visit will be the greatest ever visit. I just love your passion, E2247. Rudnan says, three men convicted of murder and Ahmad Aubrey sentenced to life in prison while I personally favor Norwegian criminal justice system of 21 years maximum sentence. This is a net positive outcome for justice in America. For America, yeah. But I understand exactly what you're saying. We believe in redemption and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what is you know punitive is to say. Well, it's about time one of those guys are the ones who are convicted. But we need to understand what the criminal justice system is about. And also, while it is true that these guys have been convicted because they likely committed a hate murder, I'm going to tell you. I'm I'm, I'm going to be a little bit empathetic here and say something that I think it's important. They themselves are victims of what we've spoken about all of the times. You know, we talk about people are people. And the truth of the matter, that's true. But we also have to think about how they were conditioned. They were conditioned to be racist. They were conditioned to look at black folks and see the enemy and see criminal and see less than human. That's what our society did to them. Just like our society has done a lot to many other people, those on the top, those who created these structures from the inception of the country, from the British uh, Empire and India, all these things are directly responsible for today. So while it feels good to say these three white guys finally got convicted for killing a black kid, something that rarely happens in this country, let's look at it from a human standpoint now. We have a political structure in this, in this world that created the mechanisms of racism that ultimately destroyed those three men. It's amazing when you, when you look at it from a philosophical point of view. We're all conditioned by the society that we live in. So just thought I might put that in there. Michael Rudnan says, right-wing justices appear poised to kill Biden vaccine rules despite raging Omicron. 
As the pandemic continues to strain our healthcare system, the court's role is to balance constitutional rights and responsibilities against deadly outcomes, and it is clear the virus doesn't care what our laws say about it. That's true, and it is also clear that conservatism, the, the, those who are cons, or call themselves conservatives in positions of power, it is clear that they, it is anathema to our well-being. And more and more, I hope people see that conservatism as practice is a clear and present danger to humanity. To, I mean, I, I hope people eventually see that. Because this stuff about uh, freedom and freedom, well, uh, it's, it's amazing that they didn't give women their freedom to do as they please with their bodies. But somehow, we want freedom from that virus, that, that vaccine. And we want the freedom to infect you. Justice Elena Kagan tweeted, Who decides? Should it be the agency's full expert policymakers, political accountability to the president? Or courts can decide. Courts are not political accountable. Courts have no epidemiological expertise. Why in the world would courts decide this question? True. True. Separation of powers should be good enough, right? Ted Cruz told the truth about once about the one six the January sixth attack. Then he started backtracking. Cruz called it a violent terrorist attack on the Capitol where we saw the men and women of law enforcement demonstrate incredible courage. Strumsters are probably pissed off at hearing the truth from one of their own. Yeah, in fact, uh, what's his name really got on his case? Uh, what is, a, what is a, the person? What is his name? Who knows? what? Who cares about him anyway? Anyway, AVQ says he's watching on Twitch. Uh, Sarah Beathage says she's watching on YouTube. Hello, relatives. Brother E2247 is live, which, watching on Twitch. Bridge MCP says, Hola, peeps. Bridge, estás hablando español, corazón. Sarah gave us a big smile. Bridge also wants to welcome the entire PDR posse. Before I go any further, I want to call out. I want to call out on, uh, let's see if he's in the room yet before I call him out. Uh, he's not in the room yet, apparently. But I want to say to Lawrence Sims, who became a PDR Posse member yesterday, thank you. I put it up at the end of the show after most people were gone. And again, I'm putting it up today because I want to thank you for becoming a member of uh, the newest member of the PDR Posse, Lawrence. Lawrence Sims, thank you so kindly. And folks, if you want to be a part of the PDR Posse on YouTube, Please go ahead and click that join button and let's get this posse going. We need a thousand of you. We've got, we're stuck at 300. We radiate between 298 and 308. We want to get all the way up to a thousand. That will be magic because we need a thousand there and we need a thousand on, uh, what's the other platform? Patreon. And of course, we'd love to have a, a thousand regular givers on, uh, on, on a, you know, PayPal. What that'll do is allow me to start hiring some, some assistants with creating videos and, and doing some uh, copy editing, etc. Right now, it is killing me. You know, um, As you guys know, I'm operating out of the studio here in my uh, daughter's apartment. I took up a s several square feet of building the studio that you guys built. 
and it's funny because I, I hardly sleep, right? And she says, Daddy, you got to go to sleep. You got to go to sleep. She goes to sleep. And when she wakes up in the morning in the, to go to the bathroom, I'm still up getting these things cut and going. So I, I, I would really need some. And, and I don't want folks working for the sake of working. I think we, we should be giving stipends to people who cut videos and all that sort of stuff. So become a part of the posse. Go click that, that join button and also... So, well, we're going to do the support a little later on. All right, continuing, we have two upcoming militarism and climate chaos education and call to action event sponsored by Massachusetts Peace from E2247. Masticator says, here for my daily dose of Marxist lies and propaganda. Masticator, why don't you admit it? You love us. You, you're, you know what you prove, Masticator? You're a family. You know, my, I have a, one of my sisters is a Trumpist, you know, and I love her to death. Okay? And I know if I am falling down, she'll be there for me. And I know if anybody's falling down here, masticator, and you can help them, you will. We just don't like your man because your man is evil. You haven't yet seen it. Maybe sometime you will. And when you see him, call us your landing pad. You'll always be family, masticator. E2247 says, Brown University costs of war projects says U.S. Pentagon GHC costs human life, financial health, and social political foundations of all countries. Exactly. Eric Hayes says they deserve to be convicted. Yes, they do. But understand the deeper story, the deeper narrative that I was going to give here. I am for opening up all our minds. I'm for us actually seeing all of us for who we are. Humans, period. Punto y final of different flavors. No one better than anyone else. And I'm saying all these people that commit these hate crimes or do these things based on hue, etc. We are victims of a system that has inculcated that into our minds. All right, let's see what else we got here. Um, let's see. Kathy Kelly and Nick Mortrain coordinate formed a... Uh, it formed as achieve an international ban on weaponized drones, military, and that'd be good. All right, Eric A says free uncontrollable spending money is not smart either, Egberto. Uh, there, you have to uh, you have to understand money and what is uncontrollably spending money, and I want to I want to take that up. Oh, by the way, by the way, by the way, folks, don't forget this weekend is uh, what is it? What is it? What is this weekend, guys? How to, uh, what is it? Speak to Egberto Willis, okay? Ask Egberto anything. I'm gonna, when I play the next video, I'm going to find the link and put it up so that everybody can register. I want to see more than the five or so people that we had the last time. I'd love to get like 50 people for Ask Egberto Anything. And you can tell me whatever. You can cuss me out if you want. Ask Tom C. I never get mad. I always listen. If you don't believe it, ask Tom C. Okay, even, even Daniel Ledo came to the meeting and had fun. Anyway, Tom C. says, Hey, Egberto, I think, understood, uh, I think I understood most of what you said in Spanish. Gracias, hermano, por un excelente programa. Tom C., that's good, you see? You come here, you not only, we're not only going to learn some, some, some history and politics together, we're also going to learn languages together, man. Okay, uh, Masticator says, Egberto looks stoned. Well, he is in D.C., so he is legal. My eyes are sleepy today. Well, you know, I don't get a lot of sleep, man. 
All right, let's see. Maywood says, hello, everyone from Long Beach Bridge MCP, says Tucker Carlson. That's who I wanted to talk about, Tucker Carlson. Thank you, AVQ and Bridge MCP. Um, ah, I don't see Lawrence in there. Lawrence, welcome, but I don't see him. I don't see that he posted anything for me to say it, but I have his stuff still on the screen. Sarah Beatty says, uh, at what age does right to live end if five-year-olds are forced to spend the day with unvaccinated friends? I don't know. But it's a good question, Sarah. Michael Rennie says, Ted Cruz went on Tucker Carlson trying to start an apology tour. <laughs> it's amazing how grown men... There's a piece that I'm going to do from uh, Kinsinger that should put all of this to rest. Uh, Michael Rennie says, Eric Hayes, do you expect anyone to watch a video while we are watching Egberto live stream? Thank you. Watch a video after we do this here. Uh, whoa, Sarah Beatty, that's hard from BGMCP. Uh, Eric Hayes says, Gavetta, why don't you do a GoFundMe for all this stuff? No, I did a GoFundMe for the studio and everybody came through for the studio. And that's what you guys are watching right now. I actually sent a picture of the stands and the lights and everything that you guys built here in Washington, D.C. to get this program going not only to you guys, but to everybody else. So we did that. We did the right thing. Now what we want is continuity. That's what we're trying to get, Eric. That's what it's all about, the continuity kind of a thing. Masticator says, Masticator Fox News Pundits isn't news, despite their name. Tom C. says, Tucker Carlson doesn't do a news program. It's all radical right-wing propaganda. Exactamente. And we have Eric Hayes who says, no such CNN is good source via bombshell Liz interview as they're losing viewers. Ah, Liz interview was great. And to think Tucker was at MSNBC. He was, and he was crazy there too. Uh, Michael says, on the rare occasion I cite CNN. Actually, CNN is not bad. Um, what happens is CNN tries to take everything down the middle. Is That's probably... Paul Fleming, ATL checking in. Masticator says, right, AVQ. And Don Lemon is straight news. Come on, man. Don Lemon is a good news uh, reporter. Don Lemon sometimes let his feelings get into the story. But I let my feelings get into the story as well. So what can I say? I'm not going to complain about that. Uh, Eric Hayes says, politics done right with Egberto. Would you agree that each person has a mind of their own and free will to choose to do whatever? So if you choose to do a crime, you should pay for it, period? Uh, yes. Right, but if you learn, let me tell you something, Eric. Let, let me let me give a, let me just add to that. If every day I teach you that ten-year-old white kids are killers, if I teach you that, Eric, that every day I teach you, I, I'm pounding that into your head. Uh, you would then get a tendency, and an experiment was done for this, that you see a ten-year-old white kid with different eyes okay for a long time black folk were conditioned to believe certain things about white folk white folk and, and I, I hate saying this because as it turns out this is just pigmentation right and so we can go in all to kind of permutations but we've been conditioned with all those kinds of things and we put that out and then we act on that many times subconsciously. So, whereas you say, yeah, they, they have the free will to do the crime, like they kill Aubrey, all right? But they kill Aubrey based on all the weight of their learned, notice I said, learned and conditioned prejudice, racism, and all of that in one. 
They never looked at Aubrey as a human being because they never learned that. They learned to hate this guy. They never learned that we are all to be loved. So is it so different that after he shot Aubrey and Aubrey dropped dead on the floor, bleeding out, he turned around and he felt nothing. It was like he killed a deer. Understand what I'm saying here. I'm not defending criminals. I'm not defending racists. I'm pointing out what has happened to humanity and that it's a group of people who designed it. And it's the same plutocrats that, that are, that are is the same psychopaths that run capitalism. It is that simple. I give the average person a benefit of the doubt. Bridge MCP says, how's Ashley? Ashley's doing fine. I, I think she's back there writing right now, if I'm not mistaken. But she's improving slowly. Today I did a video with her uh, doing some occupational therapy here at, in, at the apartment, sweeping and learning how to try to use that left side. So she is, my baby is uh, pulling hard and doing, working hard to get, get over that second stroke. And she's supposed to be starting um, uh, her, finishing her last course in med school this month, at the end of the month, beginning of February. And then she has to work hard to recover, to go ahead and take her board so she can go into residency. So look, uh, just continue to give the positive affirmation to this strong woman so that we can get moving. Uh, but I'll be here, you know, we'll be, we'll be making sure and pushing her on, you know, whatever she needs. Anyhow, Tom C. says, Egberto is the greatest listener. Talk to him tomorrow. Listen, learn, and have a great time. Please do, please do, please do. I love talking to you guys. Sisquat, welcome aboard. Rose Williams says, hi, everyone. Hi, Rose. Uh, Eric Hay says, you live in the world's way then you pay the price in the world's way and those guys did wrong and they are paying for it. yeah you know you come across as so harsh eric you could i see if i didn't know you personally the harshness that your words that emanates from your words would be worrying the thing about it is that i know you i know you as a compassionate person and one that actually talks to everybody and and deals with everybody but your words don't say that, and that's a danger in a whole lot of things, brother. So, folks, l l watch Hayes' word, but he's a, uh, in, in reality, he is a nice person. Michael Rudnan says, uh, plutocrats always benefit from racism. That's, that it's designed for plutocrats. Anyway, that keeps the people fighting among themselves while they continue to go to the bank. There you go, Michael, and that is the thing that we try to preach out to everybody. And that's why you always talk, I always talk about loving everybody and all that kind of a stuff. Because it's important. If I go out there hating people, if I go out there uh, promoting the same racism that's, that's done against me, right? I have allowed the plutocrats to win. So I try to be everybody's friends. I try to have everybody like me. Because if that occurs, the plutocrat loses. Okay. The plutocrat loses if we start realizing everybody's humanity. And I won't, I won't allow them to win. It's that simple. Uh, Eric says, good to hear she is well, Egberto. That is great to hear and bless her for choosing a profession to help others. Well, she's my baby. What do you expect? I'm kidding, man. Thank you, for, thank you for saying that, Eric. Appreciate that, brother. Masticator says, who conditioned you, Egberto, to be so racist as to only see race in everything? Okay, Masticator, I'm a black man. 
as you can see, most of my, if you look at my screen, most of the people who are part of the PDR Posse are white. What a racist I am, eh? And, you know, my, my percentage of the population looks like America. I have about probably 10% black folks that, 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 are, that are my supporters. I have about 70% white folks that are my supporters. So what I'm trying to tell you is simple. You're, te- you're trying to make me a racist. I bet Lee Grant, am I a racist, Lee Grant? That's my next conservative that just walked into the room. Hi, Lee. How are you doing? Matt Ransom, Biden is legitimate. By the way, since you brought up Biden, I think I better go ahead and do that video first because Biden today did something that I wanted him to do a long time ago and he finally did it today. I called it a home run. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play Biden. While I'm playing Biden, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to look for that other link to say, come and talk to Egberto. I w- hey, Lee Grant, if those question marks says you don't know, do better, Grant. What's wrong with you, my brother? You know better than that. All right, let's go ahead and play. Um, let's go ahead and play Brother Bush. I mean, maybe Brother Bush, Brother Biden. And then we'll take it on the other side. I've been speaking for a long time about Democrats and talking about what was accomplished. And you know what? I finally am watching Biden come out of his shell and start promoting and start letting folks understand what he has done. You know, yesterday on one of my shows, people started to say, why is Biden's economy so terrible? And what is he going to do about it? Trying to put uh, progressives and Democrats on the defensive. And I said, we need to lean into what these clowns are talking about. When I say clowns, I'm talking about the Republican leadership that's misleading their party at large. The reality is the uh, Biden administration, even with, without complete, uh, com- uh, with complete homogeneity within the party, has been able to do quite a bit First of all, getting us out of the funk created by the COVID, uh, the COVID recession. I mean, we came out of it faster than any other administration have come out of something of this nature. Uh, wages are up. All these, all the positives that one can think of is there. So I'm telling uh, those who are running for, uh, for uh, office, lean into the question. In other words, go ahead and tell folks, we support what's occurring and this is what we have done but there's one more important thing that has to be done and biden did it in this speech i want you to listen to this and then we'll take it on the other side record unemployment declines record increases in the people in the labor force i would argue the biden economic plan is working and is getting america back to work back on its feet but the record doesn't stop there today's report also tells us that record wage gains especially for workers in some of america's toughest jobs women and men who work in the frontline jobs in restaurants hotels travel tourism desk clerks line cooks waitstaff bellmen they all saw their wages at a historic high the highest in history Their pay went up almost 16% this year, far ahead of inflation, which is still a concern. Overall, wage gains for all workers who are not supervisors went up more in 2021 
than any year in four decades. There's been a lot of press coverage about people quitting their jobs. Well, today's report tells you why. Americans are moving up to better jobs with better pay, with better benefits. That's why they're quitting their job. This isn't about workers walking away and refusing to work. It's about workers able to take a step up, provide for themselves and their family. This is the kind of recovery I promised and hoped for for the American people, where the biggest benefits go to the people who work the hardest and are more often left behind. The people who have been ignored before, the people who just want a decent chance to build a decent life for their families, just given a clear shot for them. Wages are up, job opportunities are up, layoffs are down to the lowest levels in decades, and there are more chances than ever to get ahead. No wonder one leading economic analyst described what we've accomplished in 2021 as the strongest first-year economic track record of any president in the last 50 years. Today, America is the only leading economy in the world where the economy as a whole is stronger than before the pandemic. Now I hear Republicans say today that uh, my talking about this strong record shows that I don't understand. A lot of people are still suffering, they say. Well, they are. Or that I'm not focused on inflation. Malarkey. They want to talk down the recovery because they voted against the legislation that made it happen. They voted against the tax cuts for middle class families. They voted against the funds we needed to reopen our schools to keep police officers and firefighters on the job, to lower health care premiums. They voted against the funds we're now using to buy COVID booster shots, and more antiviral pills. I refuse to let them stand in the way of this recovery. And now my focus is on keeping this recovery strong and durable, notwithstanding Republican obstructionism. That even as jobs and families' incomes have recovered, families are still feeling the pinch of prices and costs. So we're taking that on as well. And the way to do that is not to step back from the economic progress we made, but to build on it. I've laid out a three-part plan to address costs families are facing. One, first part of that plan, fixing the supply chain. Two, protecting consumers and promoting competition. Three, lowering kitchen table costs, including with my Build Back Better Act. Notice what Biden did. He first came and said, the economy is doing fine. Everything is working right, but we are going to go ahead and do more. In as much as uh, the, the, uh, the wages are up, uh, inflation may be a problem and we are going to solve that problem because he doesn't say it the way I normally do. I always talk about the reason we have inflation is because of corporate greed. Corporations have a t- uh, uh, the opportunity to gouge people and that's what capitalism does. They only care about their shareholders. They only care about the executive uh, bonuses, etc. Biden didn't go into all of that. Biden just said one thing. He said capitalism without competition isn't capitalism now joe biden is wrong there capitalism tries to get rid of competition because it is their goal to maximize the profit of their shareholders and maximize the profit of the uh, the, the bonuses of their executives and as such Monopoly, monopoly is what's important. So therefore, in a capitalist society, the capitalist structure tries to monopolize everything. That is by design. That is what it says. I want to do whatever is necessary to make the most profit for my shareholders, no matter what it takes. Now, when the president says capitalism isn't capitalism without, uh, isn't capitalism if it doesn't have competition, he's wrong. What he means is capitalism doesn't allow competition what we want is 
free enterprise where all have the within our democracy the ability to participate and in doing so things work much more efficiently we also get more in in the case of um, prices we have price competition the way it is really intended to be now but importantly what else did biden do he pointed out that absolutely all the policies that got us out of the recession all the policies that put took kids out of poverty all the policies that reinflated the economy the republicans all voted against it so therefore do not be fooled had it been for republicans this economy would have still been in the gutter and that is what needs to be promoted during the election the failure of republicans for any economic policy to make it to give a positive economics uh, economic outcome to the american people and if they were to attempt to elect those people that is what they'll get and note what has happened under the current administration and it is important it is very important for every single democrat to lean into what was done and not allow not allow republicans to put them on the defensive it is time that democrats put republicans on the defensive for not being a part of the solution that has inflated this particular economy that has made the wages better that has given other people workers the opportunity to say you know what if you're not going to pay me i am not staying you know they talk about worker shortage no finally the workers have the upper hand now they can get paid again here here's what i don't understand and and it, by the way let me go ahead and put uh, el senor radnan wants this stuff to show the income the, the wealth disparity in the country take a look at that i i, I there are better graphs um by the way radnan this one doesn't really show the dis, the, the disparity in a manner that's understood as soon as you see the graph because I had to take a look at the graph and do a double take on it. It's a good graph, but it, it's not the best. The, the bar charts that they have shows you in a much better way the vast differences in wealth based on where you are on the tree. But anyhow, let's, uh, but thank you for bringing that up, sir. Uh, let, let's go ahead and uh, talk a little bit to the folks that are here because there are, some, there are a few things that bothers me and I want to... Let, let, let me uh, let me do it in order. I was going to just get it out of order, but I want to do it in order. Um, let, let's see, let's see, let's see. Egberto, look at the bottom. Notice the, the bottom 50% is barely visible. It's not visible. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I want folks to actually see such a difference in, in the thing. It's, it's, like I said, it, it shows a, it is a correct draft. I would like to see one that actually is a lot more effective in showing people how bad off we all are. Lee Grant says... Uh, you are an honest man, Egberto, but much of what you believe is postmodern nonsense. Keep listening to Peterson, Victor Davis Hansen, and David Rubin. You know, Peterson, I think, made a fool of himself. But you liked Peterson. But someday, I tell you what I'd like to do. Why don't you come tomorrow? I put the link in there already. Come tomorrow to ask Egberto anything. You would make a very good, you'd make the discussion worth having as well. Uh, Tom C. is usually there, and he creates great discussions please come and join ask egberto anything i'm throwing the link back in there again ask egberto anything i'd love you guys to come you know don't be scared i don't bite i'm friendly all that good stuff people you know 
Come on, come on and join us. Sign up and let's get busy. It's free, just we sit down and talk. Have a cup of coffee while we do it. All right, let me see what else we got here. Um, uh, Biden economic plan stinks. I think it means stinks is what you want to say, Matt Ransom. I'd like you to tell me specifically why it stinks. You know, it, it is easy to take up a Republican's talking point and say, oh, that is terrible. Remember, the, 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 the rescue plan inflate, re-inflated the economy and it took a lot of kids out of poverty by inflating them with money. Tell me what was wrong there and then we can talk. Um, let's see. Matt says, damn right, that's my choice. It's your choice always. Biden wage g- gains are good, but no one is working. And if you quit now, how are you going to pay for the stuff? Let's stop there for a while. That's another talking point, Eric, that we need to dispel. You can't say nobody is working when 3.9% is the unemployment rate, okay? Which is normally considered full employment at 4.1. But at 3.9 is the employ- unemployment rate. And the amount of people looking for jobs have actually increased some. So, I mean, and by the way, and beyond that, these rates actually increase after they do, because again, it, it, payroll is not what it used to be. People are doing all kinds of odd jobs that the payroll does not capture, okay? So, you can't say that. What you can say that inflation is caused by greedy plutocrats because we don't have a shortage of anything. Even the supply chain problem was caused by the private sector because of just-in-time inventory where they want to save money to maximize profits for the few. And that's what I'm trying to tell folks. All of you that are there, most of you that are defending all these plutocrats, most of you don't have the kind of monies worth anything close to, be, to wanting to defend them. It's an ideological trick um you know most of you shouldn't be defending these guys because these guys look at you you can't go to the places they if you try to get into their buildings they'll throw you out and you're there defending them bridge says lee postmodernism postmodernism is an intellectual stance or mode of discourse divined by an attitude of skepticism toward what it described as a grand narrative and ideologies of modernism as well as opposing to uh, the epistemic certainty and stability of meaning. You think that's Egberto Willis? I don't think so. I don't think so either, Bridge. Thank you, beautiful. All right. Uh, Matt Ransom wants the Republicans to obstruct anything. You realize that you hurt yourself by doing that, right? You realize that all of Biden's policies actually helped more Republicans than Democrats, right? I hope you realize that. But, you know... And, and what I'm saying to Democrats that are running currently is promote that. Go, don't, don't, just, don't just campaign in Democratic areas. Go into Republican areas and say, you see that hospital that was going to close because we didn't allow them to kill the, the, uh, the Affordable Care Act. We can keep that hospital open so that you're not two hours away from the nearest trauma center. You know, we have to not assume that the people in rural America are stupid. They're not. They just don't get the information. We allow the conservatives to fill them up with information and they're filled up so... We've, we've seeded that for so long. That's a fault of progressives. We have seeded that for so long that it's hard to reverse it. 
Uh, Matt, Rand, uh, Hans, I'm describing socialism. Tell me what that I am describing that you don't want or that would make this economy not function. You see, don't just call words out. I can show you how the policies that I support will actually inflate the economy for those who need it inflated. And for the super wealthy, they won't be as super wealthy. In fact, in my, in my, in my belief, if you have money you didn't really earn, it is stolen. So a lot of the wealthy people have stolen. From the inception of this country, they've stolen. And they continue to steal even from you, Mr. Ransom. Even from you, they're stealing. But they're doing it in such a manner that you don't understand. And that's why you should come to politics done right. Your excess labor is your wealth. Ask me what that means and we can go ahead and further discuss that. Tom C. says, or by the way, why don't you just sign up for Ask Egberto Anything where we can have a multidirectional voice conversation, physical conversation, and talk about it civilly, not arguing. Everybody gets their chance to talk. There's no problem with so-called leftists who tell the truth. The problem is those who believe in alternate... And, I, and let, me sh let me play Liz Cheney for you. For all my, my conservative brothers and sisters, I want you to listen to Liz Cheney and then we'll take it on the other side. Liz Cheney did it one more time. This time on CNN, she had uh, some truth-telling about her party. You know, before I get in, before I show the video, it's a real short clip. I think uh, of everyone that I've seen thus far throughout this January 6th insurrection and the way it's been critiqued, etc., I don't think there is a person, woman or man, that has come out as strong as she has and come out as deliberate as she has in attacking not only President Trump, but the Republican Party for what it is actually doing. Now, look, I am diametrically opposed to Liz Cheney's social and economic policies. But when it comes to something existential for a country's democracy, I think uh, she has shown what needs to be done right here. And I think everybody needs to take her lead and be not on the attack, but ensure that these guys don't do what they're doing. Check this out and then we'll take it on the other side. Chairman and I are on very different ends of the political spectrum, and there are many things on which we don't agree. Um, but but we both agree that that you have to have healthy political parties in this country so we can engage in that debate on those issues. And right now, my party um, uh, is is not. Uh, embracing truth is not embracing um, substance uh, and seriousness. Now, there is a faction in the Republican Party that knows better and um, they, they know better, but they'll continue to accept the lies because of what again? Power. They think that, they, well, that they think, they know that the only way a party who does not have majority support, a party whose policies is anathema to that of, uh, of the middle class and the poor cannot win. The number says it all. Only one person, one president, one Republican presidential candidate has garnered a popular majority in the last over 20 years. And that was, uh, uh, I guess, uh, actually in the, it's one time in the last over 20 years. And that was George Bush too. And that was during a war. So let's, let's be clear here. It is absolutely, it's, it's absolutely brave of her 
to do what she's doing here because she could kowtow and she could just go ahead and do what everybody else is doing. All the men in her party and most of the men in her party, the strong men in her party, they're following the lead of Trump. She could. She didn't. Kudos to Liz Cheney. Even Liz Cheney, even Liz Cheney has come out and says the, the Republican Party has turned into a lion party. And now have Kissinger, who had something, I'm going to prepare that video later on tonight, probably have it posted to Coffee Party tomorrow sometime. But it's important for us to understand these things. Okay, uh, thank you, Breach, for reminding me that I better go ahead and do my ask now that we're past the three-quarter parts of the show. So, folks, please, 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 if you are on YouTube right now, please click that Join button. Become a part of our PDR Pass. If you do that right now, and I see it just like you see that uh, on the screen right now, I'll go ahead and put you up on the screen as well to say welcome aboard. Thank you for being a new member of this. So go ahead and uh, click that join button. If you don't see a join button or you're on another network, you can go to politicsandright.com slash YouTube, politicsandright.com slash YouTube to become a member via YouTube. You can also become a member via Patreon. Patreon is spelled for my, for my podcast, folks. P-A-T-R-E-O-N, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, politicsunright.com slash Patreon, politicsunright.com slash P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Alternatively, become a subscriber on PayPal or one-time donor at PayPal. That is at politicsdoneright.com slash PayPal, politicsdoneright.com slash PayPal. A lot of what I talk about can be learned in a very, in a much better way with my books. I explain all of this. For those of you who are calling me, oh, you're just a socialist. Read the book. And uh, as I see it, Class Warfare, The Only Resort to Right-Wing Doom, How to Make America Utopia, and uh, It's Worth It, How to Talk to Your Right-Wing Relatives, Friends, and Neighbors. Go to politicsandright.com slash books, politicsandright.com slash books. And you can see, I, I, I even break it down to make it clear the reasons I'm saying what I'm saying. And we can also discuss that. You know, we can also discuss it. I get our hoodies and uh, cups and, and that sort of stuff at politicsdoneright.com slash store, politicsdoneright.com slash store. And you can get all our, you can figure out how to support us in any other fashion by going to politicsdoneright.com slash support. Okay, let me go ahead and get back up to the, to the to start scene. Let's see, the real inflation problem is, cor- is corporate profiteering. Don't be hoodwinked. Exactly. It isn't Joe Biden who's making record profits and gouging U.S. consumers. That would be corporate America. Corporations raise prices because they believe people will pay it. Because we have to. Then they turn around and blame inflation for what they're doing. And that is so important for us to understand. It's not Biden causing any kind of inflation at all. Inflation is being caused because these guys have price and power. Notice what Biden said in his speech. And I showed you guys. He said, capitalism is not capitalism without, uh, w- without uh, competition. That's false. Competition you get in free enterprise. Capitalism tries to eat its own. Capitalism eats it com- its competition. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with that because that is what capitalism says it's supposed to do. It is supposed to maximize the profits for the shareholder and the bonuses for the executives. The only way to do that is keep maximizing your profit. And part of maximizing your profit is becoming a monopoly. 
And becoming a monopoly means buying your competition. And when you buy your competition, you now have ultimate pricing control. And that is what all the corporations have in America today. Pricing control, and that's why the drug companies can zoom up prices. My, my answer to that is say, you won't do that. We are the ones who develop the drugs, and then you market the drugs and cost us a million uh, uh, arm and a leg? Hell no. Hell no. We will, we will make sure that we'll create competition for that. Now, I don't want competition in drug price. I just want the capitalist structure completely out of medicine. That's what I want. Because if we got that, you won't have, you know, there was a program my daughter was watching yesterday, and this girl was in the ER. And they, while, while she, her stomach is hurting, she's in pain, uh, she's about to, to, uh, to code or whatever, something like that. And the, the woman comes in, she's in distress. This health distress. And the woman walks in there and says, your insurance does not take. The husband gives her the credit card. Say, okay, no matter what, just here's the credit card. And he comes back. The credit card does not take. What kind of a society is it where when you are in your most need, your most health need, that somehow... Because you don't have money, you are relegated to die or to beg for, to, to, to be embarrassed. I mean, come on, people. Come on. All right, let's see. Um, Matt, absolutely. Let's see what else we can say here. Egberto, look at the bottom. Notice about 50. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I'm scrolling down, guys. I mean, missed a few. Um, I'm scrolling down. Brice says, time for... Oh, I just did that, Brice. I, I read that and said thank you. Let's see. Uh, what? Did we put that on the screen already uh, for you? Let's see. That's a new one. Oh, okay. Uh, Rednan has a new one for the screen that I like. Uh, that is a good one. Actually, that's a good one because I've seen that one before as well. So here is that other, uh, other one we're talking about. Check that one out. That shows you uh, our discretionary budget. I'm going to just show that for a short time before I get busy. Okay, that's good. Screen, screen, uh, screen grab that stuff, guys. All right, getting back to our, our, our question because I can't do those two screens at the same time. Uh, Carl Cox says, Trump didn't win the second time. That's why GOP legislators such as Georgia are going to throw out votes. He didn't win the first time, okay? Let's not give him the benefit of the doubt. He didn't win the first time. Our BS inflation is too much money printing and not enough working. You see, Matt Ransom, that is what they told you. And this is what I'm trying to explain. They condition you to believe that the problem is you. You're the cause of the problem, right? So now you're thinking that we got to hold back because there's too much money chasing not enough products. That is inflation for real. But that is not the problem today. We have more oil than we can use. We have products up the gazoo. Even with, a, even with a supply chain that was strained, everybody got what they wanted for Christmas. Even with a strained supply chain. I want you to think about this, Matt Ranson, rationally, not ideologically. The supply chain was strained. There were hundreds of tankers and, 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 uh, and, and flatbeds in the, in the you know, uh, container ships in the bay. A lot of them. And still... Our Christmas requirements were met. That automatically tells you you did not have more money 
chasing less goods. So therefore, the inflation today is manufactured because these corporations have pricing power. Read my book on pricing power, and also I have a video that where I explain pricing power. Tom C. says, hey, Matt, uh, I get all work up. I na- take a nap or listen to some relaxing music. Chill, please. <laughs> okay, let's see what else we got here. Um, Eric says, politics done right with Egberto Willis. You can't assume that people in rural air America live the same as inner city as they choose being away from crowded places for a reason to have a simple, uncomplicated existence. I'm with you. That's why, <clears throat> that's why I want Democrats to go into rural areas and see how these people live and remind these people that that hospital in rural America is closing because Republicans do not want to fund them. I agree with you. These people want a simple life away from the city. Why are we passing, why are we supporting Republican policy that close their hospitals and force them to come into the city when something goes wrong with them. You're making my point, Eric Hayes. I want them to have their own hospitals, and I don't mind subsidizing their hospitals because I understand there is also a reason to have rural areas. It's more than money. There are reasons to have rural areas. People in the city love the idea of going into the, going into the Texas Hill country, rural, and just chilling. And if they break a leg coming down a mountain, they don't want to have to be flown to Austin or Houston or Dallas or El Paso or Fort Worth or Amarillo or any one of these. They want to be able to go to, to, to Tinbok 2, Texas, because there's a hospital 30 minutes away. But Republicans won't allow that. They won't spend the money to do it. They'd rather give that tax break to the wealthy who are not going to build a hospital in rural areas because you cannot make a profit with a hospital in rural America. Everything is not about a profit. So what I'm saying, I want to subsidize rural hospitals. I want to subsidize people living in rural areas because they don't have the density of cities. But I want the rural areas to exist. And Democrats have to go out there and point out that the policies they pass support rural America more so than any policy Republicans pass. But we don't make our case. And that's what I'm trying to push with these, these programs that we have, etc., etc., etc. The national debt is not a problem. It really isn't a problem. As long as you're paying interest on the national debt, it's not a problem. You could keep it forever. You don't ever have to pay it off. Because it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a mathematical calculation to keep an economy going. It shrinks. If you have an oversupply, it goes... I mean, that's another story on learning, uh, learning Keynesian economics, etc. Masticator says, So, Egberto, tell us, working for a corporation is antiseptic slavery, and yet he not only buy from these slave masters, but he uses them to make money. I don't have a choice. You're right, Masticator. Am I going to argue with you? You're right. You're right. But I don't have a choice. It's our current economy. I want to change it, and as our economy change, I will as well. The Federal Reserve was, not, has, was nothing to do with inflation. Look behind the curtain. Oh, boy. I can't go there right now. Tom sees uh, that is a, a conversation. Carl Cox says, cutting taxes for the... Hey, life first. Welcome aboard. We need to take the government out of government. Nah, I don't know what you mean by that. We may want to... Uh, in order for anything to change... I don't know what you're saying there, brother. 
uh, but you can explain to me later. Uh, let's see, Bridge MCP says I was in an ER having a heart attack and they came in for insurance info. I threw a tray at her. And you know what? I don't blame you. Uh, Eric A says, no, that's the bridge. Let's see, let's see, let's see. What does that mean he didn't win the first time? He didn't win the first time. I mean, uh, we, we don't have a democracy. He won the electoral college by 78,000 votes, but lost the election by 3 million votes. I don't want him, I, don't, I will never say Trump won the election. He won the electoral college. And we know he won it by dubious means in three different states, but we accepted it because that's how our system worked. But don't dare say that he won the election because he did not. All right, let's continue here. Um, and, he, and, and with, you know, here's, what, here's how undemocratic we are Hillary Clinton won the popular vote by 3 million votes, okay? But she lost the election by 78 or so thousand votes. In three states. Amazing. 78,000 change around and Hillary would have won the election if we didn't have some suppression in Wisconsin and some other places. All right? That's one thing. But would you know that Donald Trump electoral college win in as much as it was huge over, over uh, Trump was less than Hillary Clinton's loss? 44,000 votes. If 44,000 votes had changed in three states, Donald Trump would have been president, even losing the popular vote by over 7 million people. This is not a democracy. And people should be pissed that that can happen in a country that's trying to promote democracy around the world. It's a shame. It is a shame. All right, let's see what else we got here. Eric Hayes says, um... All the rural hospitals don't always have the same expertise, which is fine, but they are not all being closed, either just not true. Look, uh, Hayes, this is not a question. We had a Republican governor in South Carolina walk into Washington to beg for the Medicaid expansion to the affordable care because rural hospitals cannot remain open under the current system. Okay? It's that simple. Look it up. Um, let's, let's continue here. Uh, what else do I have? Bridge MCP, thanks for the show. Got to go. Hey, Bridge, thank you for being here. You're leaving me two minutes early, but that's all right. Uh, let's continue. Roberto Luis, saludos, politics and right. Como estas, mi hermano? Uh, who else is here? Uh, who else is here? Eric Hayes says, uh, Clinton, oh my God, get past it. Live now. Quit trying to run things on hate and we might not have... I'm not hateful. I think uh, I, I think you're 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 looking in a mirror, sir. I think you're looking in a mirror. But anyway, we got to get out of here. I appreciate. I had one more video to show, but I'll show it tomorrow. I'll show it on Monday. Look, I appreciate all of you guys being here. Thank you. I know you could be anywhere else, but you decide to spend your time here with politics done right. I can't thank you enough. All I can ask, though, however, is to become members, supporters. Please go to politicsunright.com slash YouTube. To become a member via YouTube, join politicsandright.com that patron. Patron is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N, politicsandright.com slash patron. And you can also support us via PayPal, politicsandright.com slash PayPal. And the absolute uh, all-in-one is go to politicsandright.com slash support. All right. And again, please sign up to come to our Ask Egberto Anything and how do you sign up for Ask Egberto Anything? 
Here is the link for Ask Egberto Anything. Uh, Matt Ransom, gold is not money. All those people that are running to get gold, you're getting hoodwinked. If something happened to our economy, people say, oh, gold holds its value. No, it doesn't. If you can't buy a piece, I mean, what, what does gold, can you eat gold? No, you can't. This gold thing is one of the biggest fraud there is as well. You can't eat gold. So this about, oh, just get gold. No, get bread. Get bread that can last in, in, a, in a storage forever. That is worth a lot more than gold. Anyhow, folks, I got to get out of here. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.